I am joined by two very special guests. Welcome to the World Show and Jabulo Pekani and Noah Bamberga. Good evening, Nikki. Good evening to the world. Yes, Hi, Jabulo. Nikki. Hi, Noah. It's lovely to be here. Great to have you here. And in fact, thanks for letting me know. Because whenever I listened to that track in Jabulo, I was like, what's she, what's she referencing here? Where does this... It sounds so familiar. Yeah, 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 it's build an arc. Build an arc. It, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> Some of the greats that we love to listen to as yes, well. Yes, yes. The Charles Jean Sweet vibes that we set in the studio. Yes, um, <laughs> and I'm so pleased to know the pronunciation. It's just basic. The Charles Jean Sweet. My French side wants to say Charles Genet. Voila. So when you're in Paris, that's what they're going to call. You. <laughs> oui. Exciting. Yeah. Mercies. Mercies. Yes. Now I want to know a whole lot about the. Charles Jean Sweet. But before we go there, let's hear a little bit about each of you because it's the first time you've been on the world show. Mm, that's true. Yes. So, um, and Jabulo, tell me music. How did it start? When did it start? And uh, where? So, um, Jabulo Pegani, L-A-N, on the AKAs as well. I am the son of Elijah Pegani. Um, and Nontlantangosi. But I am born in. My parents, um, my father actually. They said from when I was a kid, I was one of those kids who would make my own um, mixtapes on tapes. Yes. And I'd like, I, I learned how to configure the hi-fi system in order to do that as a kid. And I'd just like spend my weekends doing that. Um, I think those were like the formative years. And I kind of got very, very um, adapted doing that. And I remember actually, if you remember Noah, I'm sure you remember where I'd be the kid who brings his CD bag yes. to school oh, every yeah. day <laughs> and always have like new songs prepared for everybody. So did you know each other from school? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. You're a f- oh, that's interesting. This is 20 years of yeah. 20 years plus actually of, <laughs> of a friendship. Yes. Um, and then yeah, from that, um, my, my my mentors in music are, you know, DJ Ken Zero. He really taught me how to start making beats when I was thinking I was going to become like the greatest beat maker slash DJ in the entire <laughs> universe. And Utalo as well. There were two people who really brought me into the world of understanding music and the expansive nature of what you can do with music. So I always give them shout outs whenever I get the opportunity. Yes. And then, yeah, then Noah and I. And Noah, what's your musical background? So actually how I started, so my father's a pianist, shout out to Saul Bamberger and, and, and my mother Karmit Bamberger. Um, they, th- my father was playing piano and he tried to teach my sister piano when she was a, a little baba. And she like, you know, when you're a kid, you like rebel against your parents. Yes. So when, when I was a baby, he was like, all right, I'm not going to push my son because I don't want to put him off. Yes. Um, and it was actually bizarrely enough, my maths teacher in grade two her name was Mrs. Francois. Um, she, I, I, I loved maths and I was like, it, it, it made sense to me. And she spoke to my parents and said, I often see that maths and music go very well together. Why don't you send your son for piano lessons? So when I was, uh, I think eight or nine, I began playing the piano and um, truly only started to understand music a little bit later and fall in love with it passionately like I loved music and I loved the way it made people feel but I didn't have the it it wasn't yet 
grown within me, you know. Yes. And then, but aren't you thankful that you started at nine, even so though thankful. it didn't kind of make sense yet? Yeah, yes. absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Because it gave me a foundation, which exactly. was really, really helpful for when the time came that I was finally ready to start expressing my own ideas. I had my hands knew what to do, you know. Yes. Um, yeah. And then from the very beginning of high school, I started some bands with friends and jammed together and played weird battle of the bands and the, the you know the edges of Joburg. Um, and then I started just before university. I started a band called Go Barefoot, and that was like my first intro- proper introduction into the music industry. Um, and. And what kind of music were you making that time? So Go Barefoot was like indie rock mixed with like South African jazz. Um, It was a lot of fun. Basically, our motto was that we have to make people dance with our music. (laughs) (laughs) So we were always trying to make dance rhythms. Yes, yes. So did either of you study music or, or, or engineering? Um, so, <laughs> I guess this is where it comes <laughs> interesting. It doesn't matter if you did or didn't, but um, out of interest. We, yeah. I mean, I, the, there's one thing that's very interesting, I think, about Noah and I is that we both um, have multi-hyphenated characters. So, I'm both a television producer as well as an architect and okay. studied architecture as well. But I didn't study music at all. Okay. Um, but, you know, kind of l- landed into it by ha- happenstance where it was at one choice, at one point or another, I have to get into this situation regardless. So I decided that, you know what, I have to do all my favorite practices in the entire world. And <laughs> Why not? Absolutely. And, and, and again, talking about even architecture, the relationship of music and math. Yes. Mm-hmm. Although I can't do maths. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why I don't play an instrument. <laughs> well, at least you can hear maths. Yes. <laughs> That's the beautiful part. <laughs> yes. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Yes. So do you still practice? Uh, Currently, yeah. Oh, great. Still, still so when more. they refer to you as a creative, they really mean it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm looking to become a renaissance man, yes. as they say. Or maybe you already are. Voila. <laughs> I think, no, you. <laughs> yeah, I actually, I studied first year at music at Vits. Uh, Carlo Mambelli was actually one of my lecturers oh, at the time, so yes. you had him just on the show a moment ago. What a lovely man. Yes. Um, he actually, he was so kind. I, I felt quite depressed while I was studying. Um, and it was a very, very difficult year for me. And right at the end of the year, I decided to drop out. And um, the only exam that I went for was my group exam, because I was like, I can't leave my other peers, you know, to have to do this exam without me yes. and Carlo pulled me aside from that uh, from that exam and he said he understands what I'm going through and if I need to take the time to myself to get my mental health right that's what I should do and yes. he was a very inspiring man so he kind of encouraged you keep going it's okay if you mm. if you take a break exactly and here you are today with a brand new release voila in fact mm-hmm. i want to hear more about how this collective came together but i think for now let's play one of the tracks off the album sweet nights which is the latest album and this one is grandeur tell me a little bit about who's featured on this track and uh, yes Ooh. the inspiration oh actually we i love this i love the discussion around this song um it started off as a jam um and it was a switch around of roles and this is a, also one of the 
few principles we have in, in terms of the Charles Gene Suite, but um, essentially our drummer was playing a little guitar riff that he kept looping, looping, and then we we're just sitting there just having a little one of our Charles Gene Suite sessions, which we'll get into later on. Yes. And then I think, Noah, you were playing, you were programming that bass line actually mm. and playing the bass line and programming the drums that then we got the drummer to play over as well. Um, and then I was playing the keys and we just we were just jamming, jamming and we we're like, what is happening here? Yes. Recorded that, you know, it was in the vault and we kept referring back to it. And then um, when we thought about it, we actually said, you know what, Muhammad Doji, yes. the, one of the greatest saxophonists, Yes. Right now in the world, if you haven't listened to his work, please go and listen and, to it. In fact, he's been on the show quite a few times because of different projects. Oh. You see what yes. I'm saying? Yes. He's, he's a true, truly working man. Also an architect as well. Yes, that's uh-huh. right. Yeah. Um, yeah. And and he just came through, and we had this idea of like instead of having the instrumentalist perform as an instrumental part, is that he should use himself and his performances as verses. So. He's got different verses across the song, and that's his solo performances. It that's his poetry, exactly. His poetry done on a saxophone, exactly. Yes, yes. beautiful and volume. Uh huh. Soul Nassau volume. He was part of the band that I was speaking about earlier. Go barefoot. Me and him since we were fifteen, we've been in bands together. Yes. And honestly, I hope that every project I ever have, he'll be the drummer in that project. Yes. He's a wonderful soul and a brilliant player. And he's got a project called Volume, which he's making his own music and his own production. And it's all just great music. Give it a listen. Here it is, the Charles Jean Suite, brand new albums, Sweet Nights. And this one is a grandeur on the world show. On the street and on the air And right now in the studio with me Two of the brothers In fact the core of uh, what we know as The Charles Jean Suite Yeah, so the Charles Jean Suite In Jabulo and Noah How did this start and when did it start? (laughs) (laughs) Well, this is an interesting story It's a beautiful story Um, Well, I suppose in effect it started 20 years ago When you met each other at school Ain't that true? Even though you didn't know what it was going to be called Yeah Mm, (laughs) True so true (laughs) I mean, in all the different graffiti group things that we had Ella and I used to have a graffiti squad together When we were in in primary primary school school as well (laughs) We're definitely off the beaten path (laughs) Um, How did the Charles Jean Suite No, you tell the story very well Hmm. I guess the the actual beginning came So Injabulo studied architecture in Cyprus Um, And that year This must have been 2017 um, Mm -hmm. I was traveling Europe And I decided to go visit him And we'd, we'd seen each other And the most scattered maybe In our whole friendship Because he was studying abroad um, and when I went to go stay there, he put, uh, he recommended a Airbnb for me with his friend Rasim, who was a, a radio DJ in Cyprus and just a legend. I mean, a music lover, had a, the most incredible record collection. And while we were there, the weather was insanely hot. 
like I want to say like 40 degrees but I might be exaggerating <laughs> it but felt like 50 yeah. 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 real feel we, we couldn't go outside in the daytime so yes. all day we just play music and talk about music and play chess and just we talked about music all day and Rasim was he, he was a brilliant man but also sometimes he liked to avoid work and he decided <laughs> he didn't want to do his radio show on that Thursday yes. so he he put us on radio he was just like Guys, take over my radio show for the, oh, that's for, cool. the, for, the for the three hour session. <laughs> so we prepared uh, purely South African music for three hours, like or Southern African. We cheated a bit and went to Mozambique, yes. and Zimbabwe, and all the beautiful artists of our neighboring countries. Um, and we took over the radio station. And on radio, Injibulo kept saying, this is the Charles Jean Suite takeover. Okay. Literally, I had no idea what that was. So I turned to him and I was like, Ella, what is this? And he just turned to me, looked into my eyes and he said, it's you and me. <laughs> so where did the name come from, Injibulo? I don't... You know what? There's, there's always this... I love different um, intriguing outfits, you know, and when, when bands have different outfits and different yes. concepts that they play around with. And there's this, I just sit there with like different names, especially from like the jazz era and the contemporary jazz era. There's always this like, okay, this is an offshoot project idea. Yes. And I always have these intrigue of different names. Yes. And well, even as we spoke, Build an Ark. I yeah. mean, you would have thought Build an Ark is a name for, for a collective. For a whole collective, yes, right? Yes. And then, but then you know it's Dwight Triple and all these different characters yes. that come in. We got Atwood Ferguson that build up Build an Ark, right? Yes. And and that was that's those, the beauty of those titles. And I think when it came there, there was also um, this, just this name. It was like Charles, and I was like, okay, Dexter Gordon had these nice, these slick names, Miles Dave. And I was like, who's Charles Jean? I wonder <laughs> if anyone knows who Charles Jean is. Yes. And then I think it had been there in my mind a little bit before. I was like, I'm gonna say it one day and just throw it out there and see yes. what people say. And then boom, we end up getting into that situation where it was like it's the Charles Jean Suite. So yes. Charles Jean Suite isn't a person, but it's a place, and it's in your heart, and it's a spirit. Beautiful. It's a feeling. Beautiful. Now it makes sense completely. <laughs> <laughs> You're the first to hear that story <laughs> properly. <laughs> That's so cool. So really it was, it named itself. It knew what it needed to be named. Exactly. Yes. Yes. Exactly. And then it found its right outfit. Yes. <laughs> and then we came and we, we kitted it out, didn't we? Yeah. Basically, when he got back from Cyprus, uh, we have another friend, Tabiso Chabasele. Shout out to him. Um, we just started meeting at my cottage and, and I just sort of gotten a sound card and was ready to produce music and we just started having sessions every weekend. We were like, let's not go out, let's just make music. Yes. Mm -hmm. And there was, there was just magic and, and slowly but surely our friends started to catch on and basically every weekend, you know, five to 15 people would rock up at our studio mm -hmm. and we would just have just live together and live mm. together in sound and express our lives to each other through the music and eventually we realized it wasn't just a it wasn't like an an artist it was this this space where we could create together yeah. yes and that's what it and then you released an album mm. yeah when did you release the first album as the charles jean suite so we released a couple of singles previously um and then a little um live ep and then this album that we released. So it was the EP, that's what I'm referring yes. to. Yes, yes. A live a title, which was actually, it was probably one of the last few events um, pre-lockdown and Corona. Um, but we just, we released that in 2020, if I'm correct. Yes. Yes. And towards the tail end of 2020 um, as something to keep people enticed because we had been 
doing so much live performances up to that um, point before yes. the lockdown, you know, and it was such a difficult time to have that experience as a band where we had, were so used to being around each other every every week, if not every second week, you know. Mm. And also from what I can gather, it was you were just gaining momentum. Yeah. And then COVID came. Yeah. And exactly. <laughs> <Yes>. um, <laughs> and, you know, it was just like this recording uh, that we had set up, ready and available. And we were like, we might as well give this out to the people. These are songs that we recorded. And so many people asking about what this event actually was. Because it was actually Mangaliso Azai who performs on How. He's his concept with Sam Turpin. They decided to say let's let's host an event and we'll bring our friends. You know, it's it's so much of this collective energy that we constantly talking about and try to promote yes. with our work is just have friends and unite and come and host events and do something that was in a back garden. Actually, we got in trouble that day. The police. <laughs> If you listen very closely to the recording, you'll hear some police sirens in the background <laughs> telling us to stop. And then we just, yeah, we just continued going on with it. Um, and then next time, capture it and loop it. <laughs> now you see the vision. <laughs> and constable, whoever didn't know he was part of the child. <laughs> Shout out to constable for whoever being on that song. He definitely gave the song a vibe. <laughs> um, and then boom. Yeah, so that was that was the first that was our first um, sort of compilation of songs that we released out to the world. Before that, we had singles that had been and features that we had been a part of um, scattered here and there, and that was a little little concise group of songs that um, do feature on the album as well, yes. Sweet Nights. Um, but those were the live versions. Okay, and yeah, it was a fun one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. It kind of set us up for what we're headed to. No, I love it and I love the direction again. It's one of these things that you can't put into a category. Mm-hmm. But when I was listening, I was thinking, you know, categories that I love because I've also liked the fire categories, but categories that I love are, are acid jazz. I would call this an acid jazz album. Mm. And for me, the thing with acid mm. jazz is it really can be anything. <laughs> exactly, right? <laughs> when acid jazz first came out, I remember there was Burning Spear on an acid jazz album, Mano Dubango on an acid jazz album. Right. So again, mm. it's a state of mind, really. You know, that's <laughs> it. Will you be happy if I refer to this as if people said, "What is the Charles Gene Suite?" I said, "It's kind of like acid jazz." <laughs> yeah, kind of, I have no problem. Yeah. Yeah. You might as well. I think this is where the eclecticism comes to play: is that it affords you an opportunity to dictate and decide where you want to put it in but yes. then once you get into it you'll find yourself within that genre and say okay this yes. is where I believe it sits in mm. that's, yes. that's and again thing. different songs different mm. songs you mm-hmm. could you could almost say that is you know got more of an acid jazzy feel yes. that one's got more of a I don't know breakbeat feel mm. or whatever yeah. Yeah. yes yes that's, that's exactly I think that. I think one of our philosophies is that um, we've reached an age where there's so much diversity in music that for me, genres shouldn't be a cage to put a whole project inside. You should utilize ideas from different genres and concepts that, and emotions that different genres are able to highlight to get across a feeling, you know? Yes. And I really love musicians who are multi-genre for that factor, that they'll, you know, if you take the blues, for example, the blues has always been a wonderful way to express pain and joy in the way that they clash, you know? Yes. And... 
uh, house music has always been a great way to express celebration. But if you're making a project and try to tell an entire story, you can go through all those phases of life. Yes. Mm-hmm. We have those moments each and every day and all. Mm-hmm. Yes. Exactly. All of them. Yes. And in fact, what better song to look at that uh, blend of genres? Here's another one. It's Before the Sun Comes Up. Tell us about this one and who's featured on it. Oh, okay. So... <laughs> <laughs> With the vocal feature, we have um, Langa Mavuso. Shout out to Langa Mavuso. Um, that's a relationship that I had. I helped him with his first EP, Liminal Sketches, when I really didn't even know what I was doing. So <laughs> thank you to him because he believed in me so much. Um, and he, yeah, so that session is also quite one, one of those few hilarious session stories where he came in. Actually, I. this is how I remember. This is a very beautiful story. Yes. It was one Saturday, and we were very lazy to make music. So I had, I was lazy to come to the studio. So Noah was there with a couple of our other friends, just chilling, watching. I think you guys were watching Star Wars or something, <laughs> <laughs> to be honest. Um, and I had started this little sketch beat idea, and I was like, I think I've got an idea, guys. And I come and play it for you, and it's mm. you, Saul, and James just chilling on the couch waiting for me to get there. Because I keep telling you, I'm on waiting my for way. the arrival of the king. Because <laughs> <laughs> I've got a notorious thing that I take one hour to get ready before I leave. Okay. So, so then, um, yeah, get there, I play it for them. And then Noah's like, great, I can see where we're going with this. And he gets on it the next, I think the next weekend, and then just expands on the song. And I was like, what is this guy thinking? Like, what is... And then we just we just kind of go into this world. And then when the feature decision had to come through, we were like, yeah, let's call up Langer because his voice would be the per- perfect juxtaposition to what this song is doing, you know. It's a mm. sultry voice against this hard rhythm and these, like, very... I don't want to say dark tones, but, you know, the, the, yes, the paintbrush yes. is quite, um, yes. it's quite moody and quite um, macabre, but not in a negative way. Yes, mm. almost somber. Yes. Yeah, it's a somber, mm. somber yes. thing. But then, yeah, from there, just, and then after that, I think we, we had Lerato in a couple of other sessions for other songs that we're doing. And we're actually like, wait, because Noah had a, I remember you had recorded a guitar riff and you're like, I don't like what I've done here. Yes. Mm. Lerato's actually the person to do this. And you know I've had a relationship with him separate from Noah. He's he knew he knew my parents as well, and he knew me from the streets of like Yeovil as a kid. Yes. And yeah, they called him up, and then Lerato Lechaba. Then yeah, uh, yeah. Yes. a brilliant guitarist, part of lots of brilliant projects, including Urban Village, who are an amazing band. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. And boom! Then before the sun comes up, became the song that it is. Very, it's. Might be, I. It's hard to select your favorite baby amongst your children, right? <laughs> and, well, no I always favorites. find with albums, you know, I get it. There's always one or two that I think, oh, that's my favorite. Play, 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 and then suddenly you think, oh no, this week that's my favorite, <laughs> and this, oh no, that's my favorite, and yeah. maybe a year later you think, I, I didn't notice that song. Let me play it again. Exactly. And that's how albums should be. Thank yes, you. that's the beauty. <laughs> that's the beauty of albums. Yes. In Japula and Noah from the Charles Jean Sweet. I'm going to share with you now before the sun comes up uh, and it says it in the title that energy of the song from the Charles Jean Suite the album is Sweet Nights it is just been released Brand New Sound First heard on the World Show with Nikki B
0.85.9. Wow, before the sun comes up. You can feel that. You can feel that conceptually as well as physically, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yes. That's beautiful. Before the sun comes up, featuring Langa Mavusa and Larata Lichaba, the Charles Jean Suite. The album is Sweet Nights. And last night, you launched it. Yes. Not, not last Friday, Friday night. night. Friday. Friday night at Untitled Basement. Oh, oh. How was the launch? I'm so sorry I couldn't make it. It was, to, it was to be surreal. honest, we're still we're still on a high from it. Mm. Yes, um, it was magic. Yes, it was. It was, it was uh, the, our community came through for us, and um, we just had a special night together. It was the perfect launch for this this album that features all the people we love, yes. and we got to share it with many more people that we love. Yeah, it's, it was surreal. It was something else. I think. For us, you know, just because of, I think, the way we are as people, um, our characteristics is that we are very, we're very much like, you know, let's not, let's not put ourselves in front of the, <laughs> the, the picture. You're not all bling the bling people. That's yeah, serious. we just, well, <laughs> well, <laughs> no one will say otherwise about me. Taking one hour to but that's different. That yeah. is different. Mm. This is this mm. is that this is, is different. There's there's a difference between honoring the creative vision that you have. Yeah. You know, some sometimes to get dressed can almost be equated with making a painting or creating mm. a song. Voila. Yes, you want to make sure the colors balance yeah, and the tones are in line. Yeah. Well, this, this is true. Thank you very much for being on my side. <laughs> um, no, this was, this was something else. It was just, it felt so beautiful to finally present something we, we've been working on and as a passion project, you know, released independently as well. Um, with with so much help from all our peers, friends, and everyone supporting us and backing us, and understanding that this this effort doesn't happen without everyone being a part of it, some in some way, shape, or form, mm. then to have everyone who has somewhat been a part of it in that room, it's it's surreal. It's a, you know, it's yeah, to manage to get everybody to be there. Yeah, it was it was a full house. <laughs> yes, I mean, we had people amazing. dancing, jumping. Yes, amazing. It, it was something special. Yeah. Something to behold. Yeah. And I mean, I think on that note, I must give a shout out to Lally Boy because it's mm. through him that I found out he was on the show a couple of weeks ago. Ah, yes. And he mentioned there's a new album coming out that I was involved with. It's a Charles Jean Sweet. <laughs> so when he posted it, yes. which was I think the week after the interview or maybe the two weeks, ten days or something. Then I was like, Oh, where is it? Send it to me. I hadn't mm -hmm. listened to it. I didn't didn't know what it was about. And he sent it to me and that's when you heard me play it last. Voila. There we go. So big shout out to Lolly Boy. Shout out Lally. to Lolly. <laughs> Always in for Lally Boy yes. boy. Tell, Tell me, me why. 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 <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. also another superstar of the Yeah, we absolutely love that man. He's a, a gorgeous soul and just one of the most incredible minds. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And it seems to me also that with this project. You, it's not just about music. It's about the spoken word, the poetry, the mm. music, as I said, the colors, the design. Mm. It's about all of that. That seems to be part of what you yeah. wanted to bring together. Yeah, I think so. I think it's, it's, it's this thing of there's so many parts to it. It's like the people's journeys. I think it's also a great documentation and a time stamp of what people have gone through during this time and all this period of life. 
you know, there's songs there that are written literally after someone's breakup and they, you know, they sit there and like, this is what I feel. And, you know, you, 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 more than anything, you empathize with them. Yes. Before you say we're making music. And then the music is a result of the empathy being expressed and the feelings and the emotions. Yes. So if, uh, to have him, you know, he's got so many great thoughts and understandings of the universe and the world at large. It's it's, it's just like you want to hear more from him, you know, yes. all the time. So Lali's something else of a soul. There's so many songs actually we have with him that I can't wait for us to ta- bring out soon. Yes. Oh, what a song. Yeah. Yes. Beautiful. Mm. We are going to run out of time and I want to make sure we play at least two more. Absolutely. So let's play something on a different tip of the same album. The Charles Jean Sweet Sweet Nights is the name of the album. This one is Rest of Me. Tell me about this track. Noah. Yes. Um, so this song was one of those. So actually, uh, maybe one of the things that I, that I love about this project is things happen very naturally. The way that the songs were written more often than not, we had no intention of what we were trying to do. We just were in a room together having a great time and we let whatever happened happen. We let anybody who had something to say, say what they had to say. And Rams, Ferdy and I were, it was just after I'd first met Ferdy or some say Ferdy and um, we were having a good hang at our house and she said, Noah, like... I want you to be my producer. I want to make an EP. I want to make an EP. And I was like, hell yeah, let's go. And this bass line came from an old song from Go, go Barefoot that we tried to make into a song together. And I laid down that bass line. Illa came through and he fin- he brought the magic sauce <laughs> that Illa always does. And rest of me happened. There we go. <laughs> rest of me from the Charles Jean Suite. On the World Show with me in Jabulo and Noah the duo that make up the core of this collective. Kaya. Kaya. 959. Brand New Brand Sound. Sound. First heard on the World Show with Nikki B. Rest of Me featuring Samseferi and Rams. The Charles Jean Sweet Sweet Nights is the name of the album. And it is available now. And with me are Injabulo and Noah, the core, the duo that are the core of this collective. So are there more gigs coming up or are you going to let me know when they do? We'll let you know when they do. (laughs) (laughs) Really, I I couldn't come on Friday, but now I'm like, oh, shut it. (laughs) (laughs) We'll definitely, definitely send you an invite. Yes. Uh, We have a a lot of things that are under wraps that are coming soon. Yes. um, With this album launch and us just sharing it with the world. we're definitely planning on playing plenty of gigs. And you know, I love that because as I was listening to that song, I love that interplay of quite somber topics, quite somber songs, mm-hmm. and then also lightness, yeah. you know, lightness and fun. And overall, it sounds to me like it is about love and fun. Yeah. yeah. You know, even if we have to sometimes address uh, uh, difficult issues. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's, I think it's, it's just about being a human being. Yes. And being around other human beings well, this and is everything it, yes. that comes with that. Yes. Mm, absolutely. Because as you were thinking, I kept thinking about community. And one thing that I learned from COVID is the important, it's something I've always valued, 
but the importance of community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even in the obstacles we face in this country, in the world, and in the world today. Yeah. What is going to save us is working as community. As community. Yeah. Yes. I think Very it's true. it's something we it's a topic we definitely do talk about a lot and <laughs> yeah. but I mean just as an understanding of the beauty and the power of it as well you yes. know the power of a community and what that that can provide and create is you know a community can carry a whole individual to the highest point but an individual themselves can't do it themselves yes without a group of people that can just say together we we all have this idea and this feeling that yes. you know we're not all on the same page but as a community we understand what we're all trying to get to somewhat as human beings somehow I guess yes it's absolutely it's beautiful it's a beautiful album guys go out there and, get, and listen <laughs> and to it and let me tell you well. we've so only just touched the tip of it today mm. there are 13 tracks on this album and I'm going to be playing more in the weeks months and years to come mm, well see. done guys thank you thank you yes Mickey. and Sam who's sitting quietly filming the whole, <laughs> he's also come featured on the Sam. album yes come say hello Sam uh, Sam Turpin Yes, Sam, what was it like to work as part of this collective? Oh, man, um, it, was, it was new for me. I mean, it was a lot. So I come from a background of rap music. I won't tell my whole story now because yes. it's too long. But suddenly I'm playing instruments. Yes. You know, and that was so crazy for me. But I can only say that how privileged I am to be a part of this um, community and to work with them. It's just added a whole lot of vibrance to my life and my career, which I'm extremely grateful for. So it's, again, more than a privilege to be uh, a part of this. Fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much, guys. I'm going to end with a double play. The first one is Just Saying Na Na, uh, featuring Empore the GV. The Given. Empore the Given. Um, do you want- and Dave. And Dave, Dave Martian. Martian. Yes. Yes. But this is actually for the first time of the songs we've played today. There's a lot of collaboration from the UK that comes into this album. And Empor is a South African who moved to the UK and she's family too. Mm. Fantastic. And then I'm going to end with this week's favorite mm. <laughs> of mine. Yes. I said Axis. You said Axis. 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 Featuring Lapsley. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes, the Charles Jean Sweet. Thanks, guys, for coming. Thank you so much. Great <laughs> Thank you, Nikki. Nikki. Get, <laughs> it's a pleasure to be here. Yes, mm. get the album. It's called Sweet Nights. Whatever else you do this week, make sure that you keep shining and, of course, keep it Kaya. There's a magic in the air that I can't see and I can't touch and I can't feel and I can't hear. But I could taste it. Catch the broadcast on Kaya959.co.za. The World Show with Nikki B. Every Sunday from 6 to 9 p.m. on Kaya959.